Hold one. Arm drag. Brett screwed Brett. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty. Number four, arm bar. I am Sir Michael Cole. What? Welcome everyone, as always, to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn, alongside, as always, Jamie, Joe, Dan, and we're missing someone. Who are we missing? Um, it's it's got to be Kane. Yeah. It's, it, it's got to be Kane. It's, it's Paul White! <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's Paul White! I think every single week we get in either. It's got to be Kane, it's Paul White, or it's Sting. I think we've done that like 13 weeks in a row now. There's no end to it. There's no end to it. What there is an end to, though, is Bradley. Where is he? Is he off watching RuPaul's Drag Race? It's the finale this week in Hill Summit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, Bradley will not be joining us this week He has a prior engagement that he can't get out of um, So We don't know when his return Will be, we wish him well With everything, we're hoping he might be able To join us next week or the week after Fairly similar, but there might be a small hiatus For the Bradders himself Going forward, so we'll keep an eye on it um, He still wants To show his um, <laughs> He still wants to show his Predictions, whether you guys. I was gonna say no, 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 because you know if if he no longer wants to do it, I'm top. So, so it's not a case of him no longer wanting to do it. It's a case of he's got a commitment he can't get out of. Yeah, I know, but that's what I mean. But it's um, but if obviously he's got these commitments that he needs to go and do, then by all right, I'm number one. I am top. Deduct the points. Kick them out. Punish them. We do it every week. I still can't remember. Is it? He's top, isn't he? You see, no, yeah, no, he's not. Top. He's not on top of quiz. He's on top of prediction league. Yeah, but not, not the quiz, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, by like him. Um, um, I think it's only about two or three points, but it's not yes, that it much. Is, yeah. I'm loving how you're getting in the Super League. I've watched Raw and I've watched NXT, and both commentators, both uh, Corey Graves and. Um, they both mentioned it. They've mentioned both commentators have mentioned it. Corey Graves has mentioned it, and um, what's his name? Uh, the British one. It's on like the European Super League over here. He's like, he hates them as much as their Super League. Um, it was basically when Alberto Carrillo was coming down for Sheamus's Open Challenge, and he was like, Sheamus hates them as much as he hates that Super League. <laughs> Jesus. You know what? We could have a full, probably three, four hour discussion on the bloody Super League, the way it's all gone this week. So we we won't bore our listeners. Because <laughs> I mean, a lot the of them four, probably aren't fans. 48 hours of like, oh yeah, it's happening to, yeah, they've pulled out now, it's over. Is that all right? <laughs> I can carry on supporting Man United. I don't have to start supporting Newport County again. Well, I still support him, but I can keep Man United as my numero uno. So I'm well happy. Oh, not another two team wanker. Dear God. Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you- this is a wrestling podcast, let's not forget. <laughs> um, there has been, my good God, has there been some news this week. Um, the drop said it's going to be busy. Well, I know, it's a year to the day it was since the last mass releases. Uh, I nearly said rest in peace then. They've not died, <laughs> they're just moving on. Um, they're not all going to become undertakers. No, some not of might, Some of them might be on checkouts, you know, some of them might be bur- That Burger King. Whatever, whatever's going to happen in their future endeavours. Yeah, Tony Schiavone started working for Starbucks before AEW, so you never know. 
Hey, no, no, it's true. Hey, at the end of the day, a job's a job. Could be sat at home, you know, getting in the benefits. They're not Wait. doing that. <laughs> Sometimes I do think it'd be easy just to live That's off the benefits. Like, you know? They've got this, like, this 90-day, like, no-compete, or some of them's obviously longer. Did they get paid during this no-compete? Yeah, they do, yeah. Hey, easy. It's basically furlough, isn't it, for six months? Sit at home, <laughs> watch, home, watch Homes Under the Hammer, a bit of a snooker championship. Well, happy. And then and it's all over. <laughs> Or go to the Indies, make a name, happy days. And then get re-signed to job again. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? You know, you know, everyone's got a price, I guess. Sounds like a good job. Like my uncle always said to me, see, we're going back to bloody football now, to soccer. But my, <laughs> but my uncle always said to me, the best job in the world is a football manager because you're guaranteed to always have a job. You get sacked for being shit at your job. You get another one in a month. Somebody else will have you, regardless of how shit you were in the last job. Somebody else will. It's just never-ending employment, yeah. getting paid all the time. Jose Mourinho, he'll be going to manage AEW. No, all that. <laughs> the AEW general manager. <laughs> <laughs> Jose Mourinho, I am the special one. <laughs> he would be a great character, though, wouldn't he, in like a wrestling promotion? I if you talk about see that. Yeah. So what, Jose Mourinho is AEW general manager and new 205 Live commentator, Ed Woodward. Yeah, then we have like <laughs> Sam Allardyce managing 205 Live. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> no, he'll be a trainer down at the performance centre, he will. Well, the, the amount of football players die, they could be on 205 Live. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Quite good to that. that was, Joe. It was. <laughs> no right. delays or anything. It was like straight in there. <laughs> <laughs> so we... um. We did have some releases, quite a a few. I'm sure most people have heard about it now. Um, so it's uh, it's probably old news by the time most people are listening to this. But we will give our thoughts on it because we haven't had a chance to since last week. Um, I I think it's fair to say, like I said, we'll break down each one in a moment. But I think it's fair to say some on there that were I definitely think it's hit me and you more. Like some of them have hit me and you in the gut. Oh, absolutely. We will get <laughs> definitely get onto one of them. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. But there were some definite surprises there. But I think there were some that didn't surprise me. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, I mean, I, I, some of them hit me in the gut. I mean, I love Peyton Royce. She's brilliant. I always thought they were going to strap the rocket to her. She was going to do amazing when they split the iconics. But they did nothing with her. But I know that. I know we're, we're going to predict where each one's are going to be going and what we think, but she'll bounce back. You know, Sean Spears will get her in AEW. She's going to be safe. Um, you know, we're going to get Billy Kay as the new uh, general manager of Ring of Honor. They'll all be fine. It, it'd be, yeah, I know what you mean. There's some of them I expected, and there's some of them that not being used. God knows how long, like the Bo Dallas. And I'm going no. to the Bo Dallas. But, you know, we'll Bo leave. And we'll Bo leave. We'll bounce back. We've got He's to do good. it. He's going to NWA, he's going to challenge Nick Aldis for the world title, and he's going to make his family name, and then he's going to come back in five years and win the Royal Rumble. Totally. Um, as but... easy as that. Right, let's have a look at each one then. Um, let's start off with Rob Gronkowski's best friend in the whole world, Mojo Rory. Tom Brady himself. I lost my mojo. <laughs> <laughs> Any initial thoughts on this one? Are we surprised? No. See um, you, bye. He did, he did, he tried to change his gimmick, didn't he? Like the broken mirror gimmick with like the blue paint, and then he changed it back to being like hype bro because, uh, because uh, <laughs> Grog was coming back to do the 24 7 type championship, but then he just kind of got lost again, didn't he? It certainly didn't surprise me. I, um, 
I, I thought, you know, as soon as the announced that the releases were coming, I, I thought he'd be on the list, and obviously he, he was. I just think, I think it goes to show that they have more, they're more invested in Rob Gronkowski, even still, even though he's not part of the company anymore, because they know eventually when he finishes up again for the second time in the NFL, he'll come back for an appearance, he'll do something. They're more bothered about that than having Mojo Rowley around. You know, Mojo Rowley, I was reading an article earlier on, yesterday um, on PW Insider, NoGQ.com, Russell News Source, those sites, um, they were all reporting Dave Meltzer and someone else, I can't remember who it was, and the initial discussions when Mojo Rowley came into the company was that he was going to be the next Goldberg. Obviously, it went complete polar opposite to that, but I think it's interesting, you know, how when somebody first comes into a company, the ideas, you know, it must it must be awful, really, for the talent. You know, they come in and go, you know, we're telling you you're going to be the next Goldberg, Rock, Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, you know, whoever. And you must think, wow, they're going to absolute strap the rocket to my back. I'm going to be, you know, the next John Cena, you know, what, whatever, the Rock. Um, and then you come onto the main roster, win your first couple of matches, as, as you do. Then the next week you're on main event. Then, I don't know, yeah, main, main event again for a second weekend. Then you're probably not on TV for six months again. And then you're chasing the 24-7 title. It must be quite soul-destroying. In a way. Yeah. But if you look at Mojo Rawley, it's quite the opposite. Um, so he was on Breaking Ground. He teamed up with Zack Ryder. He was doing his hype bro gimmick. Um, but then you remember, he won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. They put a rocket on that boy. Um, they did, but is that not only because of Rob Gronkowski? If, if Gronkowski hadn't been there that mania, would he have won the Battle Royal? Yeah, but who came out better with that? You know, you look at Jinder Mahal, who came second in that Battle Royal. He won the WWE title. Six well, yeah, exactly. But well, exactly. Yeah. I think it's on. I think Jericho says something very interesting on his podcast quite a lot. He says it's on the person. So you could give somebody the crappiest gimmick ever, like Daniel Bryan. When he first came in the company, he was on NXT. Nobody really cared. But if you're... Uh, good talent and you want to succeed you will make something work and you will get over whereas you've got mojo Rally, and yeah you know i was a fan of him he was he was good he was entertaining but he didn't really grab the microphone and cut an amazing promo or hit an amazing move or tell me a really amazing story he didn't really get himself over to the fan yeah okay to the cat you know to a casual fan, you're in the audience, he's run into the ring really hyped and all that crap. And, oh, wicked, you know, second, like no way Jose, almost. Yeah, we can have a dance to his music. But he had a lot of chances and he didn't really, yeah, okay, he made him work at the time, but he was happy sitting in the catering. You know, if I was him, I'd be going to whoever I need to go to, the bookers. Can you not just give me 30 minutes on the microphone? Can you not just, you know, 30 seconds on the microphone? Can I not sit in the crowd? Can I not wear a mask? Can I not be part of retribution? Can I can I not do this? You know, can I not go on commentary on 205 Live, see if I work with this? Can I not produce a match? I didn't really see him doing anything with the company. He was just sitting there taking a paycheck. So really, I think they accept their fate after a while. Um, but it is a shame. He's a great talent and I hope he does well. But yeah, I think he'd be one of these ones like a Vladimir Kozlov. You know, we'll see a photo of him in five years' time and go, oh, I forgot he looked like that. I, I, I find it mad when I see pictures of Kozlov now. If he Just imagine if he looked like that when he was in the WWE. Yeah. He could have been the next Goldberg. <laughs> I can see um, Moto Riley too, like presenting like um, Total Wipeout or something like that. Like he is, he has got the personality and he does come, he is quite a charismatic person. 
it's a good point when you say that. I, he, he could absolutely have some sort of career still within the entertainment industry. Like you say, he's a TV presenter, game show presenter, you know, I think that reality TV. And, you know, I, I, I think he'd do quite well. That's a very good point, that. Jamie, you um, sat to see old Mojo go. Forgot he was still there. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Um, he's a, he's a joke of a man. No, I, I didn't like him. Joke was... of a man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bloody hell. He's one of those oh. ones like JTG. Do you remember JTG? We I love JTG. Forgot he was... We forgot uh, he was in the company, though, didn't we? For like a year and a half. Then all of a sudden, he just appears in a squash match. Like, oh, they found him in catering there. And then he goes back for another year. <laughs> and then gets released. Yeah. And then he kicks off. Oh, why are you I remember me? that was around the time where they were releasing a small batch of wrestlers, maybe four or five of them, every like three or four months. Remember that like two-year period where every few months they were getting rid of three or four at the same time? People on the internet were going, JTG is literally disconnecting his phone. He's gone out, so he can't answer it. He's just getting away with not being released every time during these batches until... Can you see can't did. speak to me? So I'm sure <laughs> it's fine. He, so if he doesn't end up doing something other than wrestling, where does he end up? Which company? Or, or does he not carry on in the business? Impact. He could be like another Ryback and just basically <laughs> just go on troll on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Did personally, you see that I... Ryback tweet? Oh, yes. Bloody... The most where, recent one. Where shall I end up, was it? AEW, uh, <laughs> yeah. Impact. Retire. Retire. <laughs> Retire was winning. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't list WWE, interestingly enough. I don't think anybody wants it. I don't think... No, because he tried to sue them, didn't he? And failed miserably. Yeah, of course he bloody did. Yeah, he was another, like, um, Goldberg wannabe. One he was like, feed me more. He did the jackhammer and everything. And he was like all jacked up and everything. And then um, he just pissed everyone off, didn't he? So when they just keep him as Skip Sheffield, and if that didn't work, he could go to Impact and be Hal Halifax. <laughs> <laughs> so you think uh, Rawley's going to go to it? I, I think he will stay in the. I did like Joe's idea, though, as far as entertainment. I do agree with you. I think he'd do really well. And maybe when he eventually retires, he might go into that but i think he will continue wrestling but i don't see him on any major promotion i literally just see him working in the indies for the rest of his career unfortunately for himself i see impact mainly because i'm at cladona yeah no no good point i'm happy to be proved wrong obviously i don't want anybody you know to be earning less money than what they were or for it to affect their career i just don't unfortunately for him unless he goes out there and really reinvents himself i i don't I don't see the draw. I don't see why people are going to pay money. Even This is going to sound really harsh when I say this, and I really don't mean any disrespect to him. But like I say, maybe this is why he really needs to change up his gimmick. But even if he was on an indie show local to us or whatever, if it said, oh, on the main event, it's going to be, I don't know, insert local wrestler's name here versus uh, US Rampage Wrestling versus Mojo Rowling. Yeah, yeah, US Wrestling Sensation, former WWE superstar Mojo Rowling. I still wouldn't be running out to go and get a ticket. Do you know what I mean? Take that's, my that's money thing. now. <laughs> I don't know. If you told me that Mojo Rowling was facing Bronco Brendan White, I'd be there. I'd watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'd just watch that to watch Brendan get squashed. Though. <laughs> hey, you can watch that on Saturday. He's on the WWE Network. On, he's debuting on the Progress. On I did Saturday it, night. yeah. I did yeah. it. Now I'm gonna. Awesome. I'm gonna give that a watch. Good old Brendan. He's the best wrestler in Wales. In Wales, 
Right, that's Mojo. Um, you're going to have to help me out with the other one, guys, because I had to did he Google his name. Wesley Blake. Was he one of the Forgotten Sons? Blake yeah, and Murphy. Blake and Murphy, I'd forgotten. Yeah, so, so, it, so you, he, you forgot him. He was definitely one of the Forgotten Sons, believe me, he was, yeah. No idea, so I really don't have much comment on this one, so you guys are going to have to help I me I can out. help you with that. So former NXT Tag Team Champions with Buddy Murphy, and there was rumours backstage that they were going to put him in a tag team. Um, he's mainly been released because of that um, dude that Diana Perrazzo was going out with, Steve Cutler. Yes. Um, he they, they were meant to be doing a big thing with Baron Corbin, and then obviously Steve Cutler had a party over Matt Cardona's house, got covid Spoiled all the plans, and they're thinking, well, do we repackage Wesley Blake or do we just let him go? Um, so they didn't punish Steve Cutler, they haven't released him. No, he got released because of uh, oh, he has been released. They had plans for him, he had COVID, and they're like, look, it's final straw. Why did why have you gone over Matt Cardona's eggs and and gone to a party when you knew you were going to be on telly, you know, and be having your debut? Um, but um, this um, guy, Wesley Blake, he's actually married to a former Tough Enough winner. You know the Tough Enough uh, series with Chris Jericho, that Sarah Lee. I, I was just going to say Sarah Lee because she's like pregnant with like their fourth kid at the minute, or so third kid that's at the minute, it. isn't she? Yeah, sorry, I did read that. Yeah, yeah, but they, that's how we because they met through um, the Tough Enough series. Um, she had she only had two matches and she got released herself. But um, yeah, yeah. He's, he's famously married to her as well, so that's all crazy. But yeah, it won't be will be somebody that I miss. He, he didn't. He always kept kept looking into the hard cam as well. Really used to bug me whenever he's on telly. <laughs> Still getting used to where the cameras are. Yeah. Where's he going to end up then? Uh, he'll be living at home as a husband, I guess. I can't see him moving on to anywhere, to be honest. No, Joe? Today, maybe. Impact, sorry. Yeah, most likely impact. Well, as um, fully repackaged under his real name, is Wesley Blake his real name? I don't even know. I'm not sure, I actually. Know, I don't know whether or not he's um, got that copyrighted or not. Let's have a, a live Google search, as we sometimes do Corey Weston. Who? Corey Weston is his real name. Why could he not be known as the best Weston? Like, he could have, like, a hotel gimmick. That'd be amazing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you you outstayed your like welcome. A, a purple suit. <laughs> Like Tell the him, travel, you outstayed your welcome in the best western. <laughs> in the best, <laughs> he's gonna debut at Rebellion on the weekend. Oh my god, what's Blesley Wake doing in the impact zone? <laughs> and then you look in the hard cam, like really awkwardly. Blesley, uh, it's me, Blesley Wake. <laughs> you just ordered room service. <laughs> Let right. me get your key. Um, we're gonna move on to the first of the very sad ones. He has it, it. We can't believe because he has believed. He has. He's gone. Believed. It's time to believe. Well, first, first they fired his dad, IRS. Now they fired Bo Dallas. Like the feed must be like, I'm so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're going to get rid of him. They're going to fire the fiend. They're going to fire Bray Wyatt. They already fired him. Randy Orton already set him on fire. He's gone. He's gone. He's had enough. <laughs> right, come on then, Jamie. You've got to give us a lowdown on this one. How do you feel? What's happening? I mean, how do I feel? He's like one of my favourite wrestlers of all time. He He's one of, like I said, he's, he's so... The one thing that really annoys me is he's not really credited as like an NXT champion. 
like you know when they talk about like some NXT stuff and they just like pass over him. It goes from like where it goes like Big E to Pack and then to yeah, and then it just misses like Bo Dallas out completely because you know obviously he was so much of a jobber. But yeah. I, he had one of the best gimmicks going. Uh, like the whole Bo Lee stuff, where it was one of the most comedic characters going, and he's just running around the ring going, Yeah, I just clotheslined him. Like, kind of him running around with his thumbs up going, Yeah, I did it. I did it. He had the greatest streak in history when, <laughs> um, when he kept obviously winning those matches. And it's just, it's a shame. Like, he was there for so long. He, and obviously, when these cuts are always coming around, everybody's saying, Oh, it's his time to finally get caught. But no, he was the NXT champion. And you have to believe because I said one of my favorite segments ever in NXT was when he was uh, Mr. NXT, when he was wearing that mask. Uh, Because basically he it was when he was on the main roster and he came back to NXT as well as Mr. NXT at the time. And then... um, and then, yeah, um, he had that mask on and then basically got unmasked and they were all like, oh, it's Bo Dallas, you've been suspended from here. And basically got all the security guards and was like dragging him out. And he's like, no, 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 don't, don't let me go. That like, literally dragging him out going, he's touched my bum. <laughs> and then he's literally just getting dragged away. He's trying to grab on everything. He's like, no, no. But yeah, like some of that stuff was like the best thing that NXT had. And like I said, Bo Dallas's gimmick of Bo Leave. I mean, I've still got the top upstairs somewhere. Like, I It'll love be it. rare that soon. Mm. Or will it? It's probably already on the shop, WWE shop zone clearance for like one euro, one dollar. That's fine. I'll buy them all. <laughs> I'm oh. going to have a look now. I, I will compete with Bad Bunny. And Bo Dallas will become the highest grossing merch for WWE. <laughs> I mean, it's a perfect time for Bo Dallas to go to like somewhere like NWA because NWA is like synonymous with like the, you know he's from the Wyndham family. When is the you know Rotunda family? You know the Wyndhams and Rotundas. The, the go way back with NWA. He could just go under his real name, Bo Rotunda, and be like, I'm. I, you know, I'm an actual real wrestler. Take me seriously, and just to completely reinvent himself. I think it's a good shout saying NWA. I honestly do think that's where he, he, he'll end up, and I think his look, a slight repackage, his look, like you say, the name working within that NWA setting and environment, that like retro, um, you know, regional style that they've got. I think it'll really work for him, and I hope it does because I, I agree with Jamie. He was certainly an underused talent. I just love. I love that bit where, you know, remember how obviously he used to throw a couple of moves and then run around the ring with his arms in the air. But there was that time when he just was still looking straight forward and just ran into <laughs> El Torito and just knocked him flat <laughs> on his face without stopping. <laughs> That's great. That. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah I, I am starting to go. But hopefully, certainly for himself, it might be a bit of a blessing in disguise for him. Yeah, um, if he goes to um, NWA, the power will definitely be with him. Yeah, um, just to let you know how important he was to the company, when you go on WWEshop.com and type in Bo Dallas, he says, sorry, no products match the keywords. So there we go. <laughs> so that's your release of Bo Dallas. And it's time to Bo I mean, I, I, Lee. I didn't even mention, how can you get over a tag team if Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas 
They called themselves the B team. Yeah, they were the B team. <laughs> it, titles. it was the modern day job squad. <laughs> yeah, and, and they did it. They won the titles and, the titles, and it was titles, a great yeah. moment. It, what was it? It was um what the hell was their little theme music? Was it like B team, rah rah rah? Go, 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 go. go. It was like the spirit team, squad, go, go. wasn't it? I mean, Nikki's still there. Oh, uh, Kenny uh, Dykstra um, retired. He retired, he yeah. He yeah. did announce he retired. I did see Sorry, that, that might yeah. have been on your news. Oh, it's not in the news. No, 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 it's not. No, so it's a good it's a good point to pop it in there. But um, he's retired until WWE want to use him again at some point. If yeah. ever. Right, next on the list, Kalisto. Joe, do you want to give us your thoughts on Callisto? Callisto? Yeah, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm guessing they'll go into like Triple A or like Lucha Underground or something, something like that. I mean, I, I thought that when he split the Lucha House Party, like he, they were teasing that he was going to turn heel, and he kind of half turned heel and then disappeared. And like all we saw was like saw him backstage, like basically paving on Sasha Banks, like hi Sasha, and I'm like. He looks like one of those like dodgy watch dealers you see in Turkey. Like, hey, you want to buy a watch? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I, strange. I don't know if it was just me, but did anyone else find it interesting that they released Kalisto out of the Lucha House Party? It was Kalisto the one that was released? Like, I don't know about you, but like, Grand Metalik, as talented as Grand Metalik is, is there's just nothing there. There's no personality. Probably more because he's not allowed to use his personality because he's not allowed to have one because he's just a mass luchador wrestler and the WWE don't care. But Kalisto had something going from a little bit like like remember the Sin Cara experiment? They brought Sin Cara in years ago to be the next Rey Mysterio and it failed miserably just because the um, wrestler portraying Sin Cara, I can't remember his name top of my head, just couldn't work the WWE style. Yeah, yeah. And he couldn't work the WWE style. So obviously they got rid of him. Did they not put was it Hunico they put in the Hunico, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, Nico. Uh, Mystico was Mystico turned into Sinkara. And then yeah. Hunico took over the mass because apparently Mystico is an arsehole. That was it. <laughs> so then they eventually made him portray the character, got rid of him and got rid of Sinkara. But to me, Kalisto was more over than Sin Cara. You had the Lucha, Lucha, Lucha. I mean, the kids loved it. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't something I like, but at least they had something. I, I, NXT think... Tag Team Champions. Well, exactly. And I think Sin, uh, Kalisto was a lot more entertaining than Sin Cara. So I thought, you know, may, maybe they were pushing the, the, the wrong person. But, you know, either way, they put together Lucha House Party. I'm by no means the biggest fan of Lucha House Party at all. But out of the three of them, to get rid of Kalisto, but to keep the others, it doesn't make much sense to me. So I'm just wondering whether there's something else behind the scenes that we don't know about as, as to why they got rid of him. I think in, in a lot in some of these cases, it is the fact that they've got nothing for them. But I think in other cases, they've actually got their own ventures they want to go and do. And it might be a case, you know, in this redundancy with a lot of businesses, you know, like the Woolworths of the world, or who wants to leave first? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, they'll go to the wrestlers. Yeah, we're going to be doing some cuts. Who actually wants to go? There might be some people who want their releases, and he'll be going. You know what? I want to go off and start my own business, or help fund a promotion, or go do this. He might have something already lined up. Um, you know, he's been wrestling for many years. Um, yeah. I think you know. I know we're moving on to Samoa Joe in a minute, but I think in that he's a very similar one. I think I don't think they wanted to get rid of him, but they, when they're volunteering to say, "Yeah, I'm happy to be one of the ten even eights. Okay, we haven't got anything at the moment, so yeah, see you bye. 
So we think Triple A then, or CMLL, one of the two he'll, he'll go to then? Or Lucha Underground or something. Yeah. 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 It's supposed to be redoing Lucha Underground soon, so I, I did hear this the new series. Yeah, he, he could be one of the one of the main uh, one of the main factors in it. But yeah, yeah, um, it was more of a surprise for me. Like I said, just but it doesn't necessarily surprise me that they released him. It was more a surprise of of the three that they could have released. He was the one that was released. But yeah, let's see. Um, the the big one here that did not surprise me at all, which was the one that was just like, yes, absolutely, of course they are on the list. They should have been number one on the list, is Tucker. 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 Oh, I mean, what in God's name is that all about? I mean, you've just, you split up heavy machinery. Let's be honest, they should have been getting rid of Otis as well, but that's another conversation <laughs> for another day. You write him off TV, effectively. He's not seen on TV for six, seven months, however long it's been, probably eight months. He has one random appearance on the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal on SmackDown and then gets released. Is anybody surprised at all by this in any way? No, no. there's shit all over him, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> um, he's been going for such a long time, and as I agree with you, Tyron, Heavy Machine was such a good gimmick. And then when he said heel on notice, I was like, oh, okay, here we go, here we go. And then they went... They did nothing to it. It's like the ultimate waste of time. Like, why bother? I mean, I suppose it's like it with anything, isn't it? Well, wow. he wasn't. He was losing quite a bit of weight, wasn't he? Um, and looking on his image, and you saying onwards and upwards, and 2021 is going to be the year for me. But the interesting thing, I think I shared to you guys the other day, uh, Chris Jericho's invited him on the podcast. I don't know if it's been yeah, he's recorded. Invited yet. anybody that's been released, apparently. And I'd love to hear Tucker on there. You know, explain his story because he was in. Um, in NXT for years. He was there for a good five, six years. You watch any of the breaking grounds, you see him in the background. Um, but he was there, you know, he knows how to wrestle. He's a very collegiate wrestler. But he's one of those ones I can see going to AEW and I think they can make him work. Do you think? Yeah, I can see, I can I, see him doing something good with him. See, I think he's another one that he might have more of a hand in getting into AEW because he's he may go on Jericho's podcast, so Jericho might put in a word for him. I d I don't know, I don't know how it works. But if that doesn't happen, I can honestly, unfortunately for him, just seeing him just disappearing, going into obscurity, it'll be another one that um, just... And that's the point. We didn't mention that about Bo Dallas. There is still a chance that Bo Dallas doesn't wrestle anymore because apparently he's setting up his own retail business. He's been doing that the last two years. Yeah, we've thousands into that. With Liv Morgan. Is Liv Morgan his girlfriend? I yeah. don't think so. Are they? They, they live together, though. This is Do what they? I read the other day. Liv Morgan and Bo Tallis live together and oh, they're yeah. setting yeah. up this thing together. I know they had that business. They could have like friends have business all the time, don't they? So it could have been like that. But I mean, if he is, he's a lucky guy. Mm. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe they're not dating, but they certainly do live together and or, or own some uh, property together or whatever. But anyway, we've spoken about Bo. Liv's still got a job for now anyway. But yeah, <laughs> unfortunately for Tucker, I, I think he will go into a different a different uh, profession. But I'm, I'm happy to be proven wrong. Unfortunately with Tucker, it was his night. It was. It was indeed. It was also... <laughs> Chelsea Green's night again. Another one. Dan, Joe, and uh, Jamie gonna have to help me out on NXT. Yeah, um, she's been one of these ones that have been promised to be, uh, you know, awesome. She was in the Rumble last year. She big had, on the uh, Indies. Yeah, big, big on the Indies. She had the Robert Stone brand behind her. Um, I've heard that it's because Matt Cardona's is her fiance, and he's not really going down very well backstage, and she's very injury prone. They just thought, you know what? Let's just pull the cord and just. 
not bother with her. Um, it's a shame. She's a very good in-ring talent. She was on Tough Enough again. Um, she was brought in as an extra on that um, latest series. Um, but she is massive in Impact. She's a former two-time Impact Women's Champion. Um, I can see her going to Impact. Um, and if not Impact, AEW. She's a solid wrestler. But as long as she keeps away from those injuries and those corona parties, I think she'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, she, she's massive on the decent, you know... It's a shame because they did try and bring her in a couple of times, but she just kept getting injured. But as Dan said, I think it was her injuries, and like it doesn't help that you know Matt Cardona and Zach Ryder is a fiance, and I think um, they wanted to use like a promo segment of like in the house of like a like a pool party segment. You know when Mandy and Otis went in the pool, um, mm. like that was in the tennis house, but apparently they wanted to use. Zach Ryder's house, but he said no and told him to fuck off, and apparently that pissed him off. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, no, I, I think, um, like you say, just because of uh, just because of Zach Ryder and Mac O'Donnell, I think she'll end up in, in Impact. He's, he's the safest bet, isn't it? I mean, they, she could do with going to AW, or rather AW could do with her, because they, they need a female roster desperately. The female roster. Female roster? Britt Baker is a female roster. She's, yeah. <laughs> Her and Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa, they're, they're ones I name, yeah, they're brilliant, but they need to ramp their women's division up. It's so boring. So you talk about female releases, Tarot. Yes, well, well, we'll ignore that one for a moment. We'll go on to <laughs> Mickey James. Mickey James has gone. <laughs> Obviously, she um, left the company oh, later 2000s. Um, away for a few years. I think she was in Impact TNA, for a while, yeah. wasn't she? TNA, yeah. And then obviously came back probably about three or four years ago now and again just, I think, got injured and certainly hasn't been used in the last year or so. So, um... Well, this one really surprises yeah. me. Um, Does it? Res- yeah, WrestleMania weekend, she was actually... Um, she did the dark uh, match on NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver with uh, Sam Roberts. Um, she, I think she called the uh, Tony Storm and um, Stark match, um, you know, they were testing her. Um, she was a backstage agent as well, um, and they were testing her on commentary. And then she had, she was actually on that. Yeah, she was <laughs> on After the Bell with Corey Graves uh, the night of WrestleMania. And she was one of the ones who was being interviewed. She said, like, yeah, I'm testing it, you know, to see how it works. Then all of a sudden, she's one of the releases. So that one really surprised me. It looked like she was sort of transitioning into more of a backstage role. But again, you know, Nick Aldis, who's the NWA world champion, is her husband. So I think she'll be all right. She's she's going to go to NWA. Has to. Unless, unless Aldis suddenly jumped ship to TNA or to AEW, she'll go where her husband is. No, he's rightly he's so. been there and done that. No, no, exactly. I, I think this is a classic case, however, of she's gone from the WWE for the second time now. Give it a year to maybe a couple of years, she'll definitely get the Hall of Fame call. Oh yeah, she'll be, she back. Will, yeah. she'll be back for at least the Hall of Fame and then a an appearance on Mania, maybe even an appearance on the Raw after Mania. A Royal Rumble appearance, absolutely. But she'll go into the Hall of Fame in the next couple of years. I think that's definitely classic got that written all over it. Sure. Right. God, right, let, let's let's do it then. Let's do it. Let's do these two together so it softens the blow slightly. Peyton, Roy. Which I'm not too bothered about Peyton, Peyton Royce. But hey, 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 hey! Peyton's the I better can't one. Believe Billy Kay 
has gone. And you say Peyton's a better one. If you've been reading all the dirt sheets and all the wrestling sites, the biggest surprise for everyone, even above Samoa Joe, which we'll get onto apparently, was Billy Kay. Everybody could not believe that Billy Kay had gone. They said how well she was like backstage, a gimmick. They really thought she was going to go far. Apparently, Kevin Dunn just didn't get her, apparently, but he's an absolute dickhead, so nobody cares about that anyway. Like he's said, an I loved it. Like, like said, all the stuff at the Rumble was great, and it got Jeez. over the whole Billy oh. and Jilly stuff. But Peyton, you can't dispute like Peyton Royce's after Raw talk like speech was better hey. than anything Billy oh. Kay would do in a career. No, no, don't be stupid. <laughs> what I will say about Peyton Royce is Peyton is a brilliant talent. She can cut a promo. Like I say, she's a great worker and she's a solid worker at that. Billy Kay has something that Peyton doesn't wear. Billy Kay can take the mick, take the piss out of herself, put herself in these stupid positions, but do it so well she doesn't come across as stupid or ridiculous or that the writing's better. You know, she she takes the crap and make what what's that expression? Make a chicken make a chicken salad chicken. Absolutely. And she could do that and I don't think Payne I mean for all I know Payne could do it, but Billy Kate could do it. We've seen the evidence. And she's just well. more of a comedy think... character, once more. Like you could definitely see Peyton Royce yeah. as a women's champion. Billy Kay's never yeah. gonna win the title. I mean she... uh, Billy I mean uh, Billy Kay is you know, every opportunity to be given, like that CV gimmick, was absolutely awful. Mm-hmm. But every yeah. minute of the TV time she got, she made it count. And that's what Dad was saying earlier. Like, even if you're giving the shittest gimmick ever and the shittest promo ever, you just need to make it count. And every fair play to every bit of TV time she got given, yeah, it was terrible. But she made it count. And she was just on WrestleMania. Yeah, she was tagging with Carmella and she lost, but still, she made it count. I just don't know what goes through the red. So you've got. A solid, substantial women's tag team that have come up from NXT, done well in NXT, come onto the main roster. I remember when they debuted, they got a massive pop on SmackDown um, and continue to do so because people like them. Then split them up after they'd introduced the women's tag team championships. There's been no women's tag teams for the last year. They've just been hot potato in the titles between whoever and bloody Nia Jax and what's of jobs. Um, (laughs) There's no actual... The the tag teams at Mania were thrown together tag teams. You've got two women there that you split up six, eight months ago who were a formidable, proper women's solid tag team that people know... They are the iconics, for Christ's sake. And then rather than going, oh, all right, then, Mania's over now. We've still got the tag titles on these two. Who's going to be the next challengers? Oh, well, no one, because we haven't really got any tag teams to go up against them other than the women that we've just thrown against together. Oh, look, we've got two there who used to be a team. Realistically, though, the Iconics would never beat Nia Jax on her own. I'm not saying they would. Well, they, no, no, no. I'm not saying they would, but at least they're a at least they are a proper did, team, not yeah, just thrown and it, together. And at but least they, if they, they did put, put um, them over, sorry, go, they, go on, Joe. They put Lacey Evans with Peter Royce before she got pregnant, didn't they? They played yeah. together for random. It just it doesn't make sense. And at least if they did beat Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, again, I'm not saying they would, but at It'll least get if a they great did, reception. Yeah, but at least there'd be some credibility to it because at least they're a team. They know each other. They've worked together. They bounce off each other. That type of thing. You, you know what I mean? The the solid foundations of a tag team. And it's just... it. 
that's what annoys me the most. As much as I like Billy Kay, she is absolutely my favourite female member on the roster. Um, I, I just it more annoys me the fact that they collect. You know what I mean? Don't do it to me. It more annoys me as a collective, as a tag team. I just hope. AW are crying out. AW definitely. Oh God, please for God. both of them to join together. See, I've got that women's tag team tournament, haven't they? Yeah, so, I mean, wouldn't it wouldn't it be perfect for them just to come in and then just do it all? They'll get a massive pop. Like like you said, Peyton Royce is definitely going there, isn't she? So whether yeah. she can convince Billy Kay to join her, I know Dan was saying before that she might go to Ring of Honor, but if if she could convince her to go to AW and can tag together. They would be the best women on the AW roster, bar maybe Britt Breaker. Just imagine after the 90-day complete clause, that there's already, um, this isn't actually in the news, so I'll speak about it now, but there's been um, reports this week that AW opened to our full capacity back by the end of July. Well, that's that's going up around, well. Yeah, so that's coming back to around the time in which the 90 days will be up. Imagine AW with their shit-hot crowds that they have and the Iconics under whatever name debuting in front of a live audience the pot will be massive and you know as it should be for female wrestlers anyway but you know especially for you know female talent as well the pot would be absolutely massive for them i mean oh, i hope so i hope well look at all the little indie shows that aren't AEW or impact or you know the pro wrestling gorillas you know the ring of honors and like all the other wrestling companies i can't remember the name of you know, evolves and all the little ones think about you know Coming the summer now, like you know, fingers crossed, everyone's going to have the COVID jab and more people can go inside. Like, think about you know, June, you know, June, July, August, like summertime, summer slam time. All the wrestling shows are going to start back up again. It's free reign for the talent that's being fired to be like, this is my opportunity now. You can make, you can make yourself, and like the fans are going to be so hungry for more wrestling content because all you've got is the Thunderdome and a Daily's place in AEW. Yeah, mm. no, no, I, I absolutely, I completely agree. God, I hope, I think they will, whether it is AW or not, I think they both will have jobs. They both will. Aiden's definitely going to AW. Aiden definitely she? will. Oh, yeah. It's a decision on whether or not Billy Kay wants to continue doing it. I hope she does because I hope she, I hope she realizes how talented she is and how many fans she's got out there. I mean, I'm her biggest, so that's all that matters. But um, <laughs> yeah, AW. Hopefully, I keep my fingers crossed for. Both of them. Right. Last one on the list. Probably the, um, well, certainly the the, the second um, surprise, second high surprise one for me anyway, but probably most people's other than Billy Kay's surprise, was the Samoan Joe. Samoa Joe himself. <laughs> oh, that picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's a surprise, but I think Samoa Joe's so injury prone. I mean, he's really good colour commentator on uh, the commentary and you know he's so good as such he's such a good heel and it's like his in real work is second to none but i heard on the dirt sheets that he really wants to get back at wrestling but he did um wwe didn't want to clear him and he said i want i've got one more run left in me and that's why i've heard that he's he wanted to come back and wrestle and they said no so that's why i've heard i don't know if it's true or not but if you look at it as well it makes sense him going because they brought in adnan to Raw, and then they brought in Pat McAfee to SmackDown. They've probably refreshed the commentary booth. So they're thinking, well, okay, what are we going to do with Samoa Joe? 
yeah, like he could do anything. Like he could be a manager, he could be an MVP sort of role. It is a shame, but he is one of the best in the biz, and he'll bounce back wherever he goes. Um, so I'm not worried about Joe. There's rumours that Impact have already offered him a contract. I think he'll go back to Impact. I don't think he'll go to AEW. Do you think he'll wrestle? Yeah. Because when was the last time he wrestled? That long is about a year, maybe two. Uh, oh, God, it wasn't the longest two. It was over it was two an years. I'd, I'd say it's about two years since he last wrestled. It was definitely... If you, think, if you think a year has been the whole, like, COVID, he hasn't wrestled during COVID. Well, he had the AJ Styles storyline, and then he had the Rumble, and that was it, I think. His last wrestling match in the WWE was in a eight-man tag match on February the 10th of last year, so just over a year ago. In 2020, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, February 2020. He never had a match at WrestleMania, is that correct? I'm thinking off the top of my head. He was around yeah. for three or four WrestleManias. Well, then he, he, he may have been match. in one of those multi-man ladder matches or something. I don't think he was. I don't think he ever had a WrestleMania match, some would you? No. Well, they just brought him in as like an NXT, like player coach, like a bit like Cassius Hilner, like you're you just brought in to like help get over the NXT superstars, but he was so popular in NXT as like a heel champion. No, oh, yeah. Then they brought him up to Raw, but he was only, I think he um, he was on Jericho's podcast. So he said, Oh, I was only ever brought in just to be like like a temporary basis. I was never meant to like get over. Oh, I tell a lie. He did. Ray Mysterio in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> One yeah. minute match. One minute. For the US title. WrestleMania 35. WrestleMania 35, baby. Woo! But to be fair, that this is all he's going to ever be known for now is that picture of him in a poncho going Wetomania. Bless him. (laughs) I mean, it is a great picture, though, isn't it? (laughs) Never get rid of that picture ever. (laughs) Right, so that's our uh, rundown on the releases. So interesting to see, you know, who's gone. There hasn't been any more since. I, I do think that'll probably be it for a while now. No further NXT talents cut either, because I know there was a rumor about that. But no, it's uh, it looks to be that. So let's move on. Let's hope there's no more. Uh, Joe, uh, Joe and Dan, especially Joe, you wanted to have a chat about. Oh God, we're going into unforeseen territory, and now we don't talk about this much. Impact have the forbidden a, door. The forbid- <laughs> yeah, Impact have a pay per view this week. It's called Rebellion. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah well. It- I'm well excited about it. There's eight stacked matches, and to be fair, it's probably the best card that they've had since they had Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. I look at every single match, and probably minus... Actually, no, I look at every single match, and I think, yeah, I'd quite happily watch that match. Um, do you guys want me to run through the cards, see what you think? <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 go for it. Oh, cool. So the first match, um, you might not know these names, but they're called Fire and Flavor. They're the um, current tag team champions, women tag that team champions. That sounds like a pot noodle flavor. It does fire and flavor. You it sounds flashing. like another private party kind of team. Like you got yeah. private party and you've got um, who are the other ones that are basically the exact same? The Street Profits. Street Profits. They're very similar. They're the women's tag team champions. Um, the one reminds me of Sasha. Oh, Banks. I know the ones. Yeah, yeah they they have, they've been doing some really good vignettes backstage. They're going up against uh, Jordine Grace and a to be decided partner. Now Jazz has just retired a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I was wondering, who do you guys think is going to be Jordine Grace's tag partner? Oh, it's Jordine Grace. I'm just trying to think of some bigger messily who's like yeah. 
My idea would be ODB. Like she's an Impact original. I think it's a real shame we can't have some of those released talents coming in. Um, yeah, like, maybe Mickey James. That would be amazing. Like if you could have a Mickey James or a Chelsea Green, someone like that. Um, but it'd be interesting to see who they bring in. It's, it's, a, it's a key that they could bring in somebody random. It might be Jazz in a mask for all we know. Um, but I think that's a solid opener. Uh, the next match that we have um, then is, um, let's have a quick look. So it's um, an eight-man tag. It's uh, Chris Sabin, Eddie Edwards, James Storm and Willie Mack going against Violent by Design. Now, you guys might not know Violent by Design, but they're a recently formed stable that has um, Eric Young. Eric Young, yeah. Yeah, um, some hillbilly dude, um, some taller hillbilly dude, and Rhino. Um <laughs> I Rhino, Jesus. yeah, Rhino's joined the team. Um, I, I think isn't he still like a governor somewhere? Or yeah, I think he was going. For, he was going to be mayor. Um, yeah, but he's joined Violent by Design. But I think they said Eric Young had an injury and he's out for a few months. So I don't know how they're going to spin that. Um, but the fact that they've got Sabin, Edward Storm, and Willie Mack makes me think that there's going to be one of them turning and joining this Violent by Design team. They're basically long and short, like Santi were in NXT. Um, so I've got a feeling someone like a Chris Sabin or an Eddie Edwards could probably Eddie Edwards, if I had to guess, is probably going to turn on his team um, and join Violent by Design. who's supposed to be like the next Sanity sort of thing. Um, but the one match, which I think there's so many good matches on the card, but the um, Impact, um, not Impact, the X Division title, um, they're putting, um, who is it in that match? It's um, Ace Austin versus uh, Josh Alexander versus TJ Perkins. TJP and TJP faced uh, Josh Alexander a few weeks back and it was hailed as like one of the best matches that they've had in months and Ace Austin I think Joe was saying he's the one to watch that he can see going to WWE he's like like Gambit um, from the X-Men if you're a big X-Men fan he's like he comes down with the like a cane and like he's got a car gimmick and a big um, like leather jacket and he's got like cool like rose tinted sunglasses but yeah I think he's wicked yeah, so that match is going to be a sign. Josh Alexander was in a tag team in the north with that guy um, who was a karate guy who went over to AEW. Um, we all know, D- you know TJP from the Cruiserweight Classic, so um, that could be a show stealer. Um, the other match that they've got, um, Trey Miguel, who was part of the Rascals, you know, um, those guys who are on a, um, NXT right now, the tag champions. MSK. MSK, yeah, he was a third member of the Rascals. Um, he's facing Sammy Callahan in the last man standing match. So those two are just going to beat the holy hell out of each other, um, which I think that match we're going to have Sammy Callahan put. Sammy on Callahan still doing the hacker gimmick, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's still basically doing what he was doing in uh, NXT. Oh. Uh, but he's he's going to put Trey Miguel over. I think they're putting Trey Miguel to be like the next world champion by the end of the year. Um, that's why he stayed behind. So that's going to be a good one. But two names that you guys may know: uh, mm. Matt Cardona, who we've mentioned quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and Brian Myers. The trainer of MJF. Yeah, man, those two are having a match, and I think that is also going to be one that potentially could still be wicked. Yeah. That's Um, a dark match in WWE, that. (laughs) They've had that so many times backstage in catering. Um, But yeah, like you said, like you said, it's it's very similar, though, to WrestleMania, isn't it? I mean, you don't have a match, put Kevin Owens against Sami Zayn because you know they're going to have a great match. It's exactly. the same, it's isn't it? One for all the talent uh, that they're training can watch and say, this is how we want you guys to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've got the women's in, in division in action as well. We've got Diana Perrazzo, which it, at, at the moment, she's probably my favourite female wrestler. She's absolutely smashing it. Um, and she's facing uh, Tennille Dashwood, Emma. Um, 
The gimmick she's got at the moment, she's got like this. NXT though. She's got a poser model gimmick, and she comes to the ring with this guy called Caleb with a K. Caleb with a K. Yeah, and he wears a little neck brace, and he dresses like the Miz, and he just holds a clipboard like ringside and just shouts at her. Brilliant. Yeah, that's one thing I don't understand for wrestling. Um, they do it in AEW when it's like Cody and he's got Arn Anderson with him and he's there with like a little game plan. So what you do with it is that, yeah, yeah, you just make sure you can you just go off the ropes now. You can hit him with a clothesline. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, it's in the game plan. <laughs> Makes no sense whatsoever. He's there with like a little clipboard of... <laughs> So yeah, and if he count if he counts you with Snapmare, then roll out the ring and talk to the <laughs> fans because that will make you get over. Yeah. But um, yeah, then we move on to the um, the two big matches, and both of them are uh, interpromotional. So we've got the Good Brothers, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, or Doc Gallows, wherever he used to call himself, versus Finn Juice, which is Juice Robinson. Finn and... Juice. Why? Yeah, yeah I was, was going to look oh, at that, God. and then I realised Juice is. I know it's Juice Robinson. Yeah, the guy who broke Kevin Owens' nose in his first match in NXT, yeah. CJ yeah. Parker. So it's called. Yeah, it was, yeah. I was like, I know, I know that guy. And it was like, oh yeah, just break. Like he had that weird, like save the trees, like life giving <laughs> in NXT. Didn't yeah, or something. I have to say, I haven't seen anything of David Finlay. Is he as good as his dad? Does he, he love sounds... to fight? <laughs> you say your name is Finlay. Um, he's he's decent. Um, <laughs> On the microphone, yeah, he, he's not. He doesn't sound Irish at all, um, and no. he doesn't look anything. Well, his facial wise, he looks like his dad, but he doesn't sort of flow like his dad. Um, but those two in a team are pretty decent. And um, Juice Robinson actually goes out with Tony Storm in real life, uh, which is quite an interesting fact. That's interesting. Yeah, so that's for the uh, Impact Tag Team titles. But obviously, Finn Juice the New Japan. Um, Who's going to be Finn. Jordan Grace's secret partner then? Well, we've had predictions. You you were um, you having. I, I quickly ran to get some tissue. I did. I had a runny nose. <laughs> Go on. Who did we say sorry? Well, we, the, so far, the predictions are uh, ODB. Yeah, okay. Jazz in a mask. Yeah. Or one of the released talent like Mickey James. I said Mickey. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll go with Jazz. She's just retired, so she'll come back a month later. Works well. And I yeah. want you guys to predict on this one. We're all going to take it. It's obviously not going to go towards the prediction league, but let's all pick one and see who says the right one. So, main event, title for title. So, somebody will be winning a world title. We've got Rich Swan versus Kenny Omega. What are we thinking? Kenny Omega. Kenny. Scarby. I think um, it's going to be Rich Swan. No, none, of, none of them. What, you think well, it's going to be like, what Absolutely. It's, it's going to be some sort of. Um, I don't know if it's no disqualification or not. I'm assuming it's just a singles match, so I'm assuming somebody can be disqualified. But it's going to be some sort of no contest. What's why would you? Why would you? If you've got a world champion here and a world champion there representing two different promotions, why would you shit on one promotion by saying? Because you're automatically then saying this promotion is worthless. This world title is worthless, and this one is so much better. It doesn't favour Impact them losing, and it certainly doesn't favour AEW them losing. What's going to happen is is there's going to be a Impact AEW invasion towards the end of the match where someone's going to come down. Probably, maybe the Good Brothers. I don't know. Tell Rich Swan, say for example. Then I don't know. The Young Bucks will turn up for 
AEW for Kenny Omega, and then a few more will run in, and there'll be a big brawl to end the event, and no one will win each other's world title. Because it doesn't make sense from a booking standpoint to have one person go over the other, because it just diminishes the other brand, and it just diminishes the world the world title. Well, like I said, Kenny Omega can do it anywhere, so you'd have Kenny Omega appearing on Impact like he is. I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I haven't seen a lot of Impact stuff on AEW besides the Good Brothers. Like, I haven't seen Rich Swan making appearance or anything like that. So they're kind of like, don't care about it as much on AEW television. So uh, he's definitely not losing the title. Because you imagine like one week just tuning in and he doesn't have the title anymore. I'd be like, what, what? happened? Because I, 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 you need to watch Impact as well. But I was like, no one's <laughs> going to do that. Whereas on Impact, they're putting the AEW guys on there. So to add more people to watch AEW, I reckon he's going to have it for at least a month or two, Kenny Omega. Well, then why would you... Uh... Maybe the other way around, maybe I'd be more inclined to agree that maybe Rich Swan would lose if it was on an AEW pay-per-view. But why on TNA? Why on Impact? I mean, like, Kenny Omega will be on Impact as well, won't he? He'll come on and be like... And he'll wrestle for a few weeks to get the numbers up and stuff. And yeah, then just... he, might, he might lose it or he might go, yeah, this, this brand is shit and just basically <laughs> just relinquish it and just walk away. You don't know, do you? But and then just... we get a tournament to recrown a new champion. That sounds oh, perfect. God. Yeah, we've not had a tournament for probably about three weeks, so we're due one, aren't we? Um, <laughs> no, I'm going to say, yeah, no, no, no winner. No What's, um, what are we going to pick for Brad? What do you reckon Brad would have picked? Brad would say that... Samoa Joe will return. It'll um, be a three-way. He will. Yeah. Brad, Brad will say this. You say your name is Finley and you love to fight. I say your name is Finley and you're a bastard. Wow. Can't say that. You can't say that. <laughs> I'm just oh it's playing again then. The greatest promo ever. No, no oh, winner. I can't I can't get it out of my head. I love that promo so much. <laughs> right, thanks for thanks for that, Dan, going through that. I will um I won't watch it live. I will catch it the next day through some different means of watching through it. Through online, I ain't watching it. I'll watch I'll watch the highlights to some extent, I will. Let's have a quick breeze through the news before we get on to our weekly quiz. Ronda Rousey's pregnant. Hey. That's why she went at the Rumble. If she weren't pregnant, she would have come and won it all. So I get my points from the Prediction League back. Somebody it's said it's going to be a massive... <laughs> yeah, yeah, in tribute. Um, somebody said it's a massive work. She's not pregnant and she's going to return on Raw next week. I was like, nah, <laughs> what are you on about? She's wanted a kid for ages. Oh, for at least the last two years, I think they've been... And whether or not they've been trying for the whole last two years, but she said it two years ago, didn't she? So, no, very happy for them. I know she's, like you say, she's wanted a, a, a child for in September, which is five months. So that's why, like you said, she probably knew around Royal Rumble. Oh, Maybe she God. was scheduled to come back, but... All ready to return it. Next year's Royal Rumble. Quick, get the bets on now. They it's get different. It's like, you look at someone like Maria Canelli. She had a kid, came back weeks later... Then I had another kid, and she came oh, back is again. She's so awful, she's awful. Oh, Jamie, have, have you, Jamie, have you met Maria Canellis? Have I, I met Maria Canellis? Right. Yes, I have. What do you think? Good <laughs> God, <laughs> um, my dear Lord. 
interview with CM Punk this week. CM Punk has said the WWE is awful lately, and that's why he'll never go back because the storylines, the television, the presentation is absolutely awful. However, he's not ruling out at returning to the ring and having a match against Will Ospreay. He turned around and said he likes Will Ospreay. Ospreay. The challenge is there. And he said if Will Ospreay is still the champion for his current promotion at the end of the summer, he'd still be interested and they'll see what they can do. So we could have a punk return, just not in the WWE. Just what? What? New Japan? I don't know where Ospreay is. Yeah, he's in Japan. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll go defend the talent New Japan Pro Wrestling. Hey, Cole Cabana, how are you? I want to say this company would be better when Vince McMahon is dead. <laughs> um, yeah, are we. I'd be, I'd I love be Will Ospreay. Ospreay is a great in-ring performer. Some of the matches he's had are incredible. I think Dave, he's basically like Dave, Mel- Dave Meltzer's bum boy as well. He literally every match is like, ooh, five stars. It's all right, cool. Will, <laughs> Joe and I have seen him wrestle. We saw him in the Newport Centre. And he World faced, of Sport. Um, yeah, he's, he's going for World of Sport. He faced, uh, what's his name, Kirby? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Martin, Martin Kirby. Martin, Martin Kirby, Kirby, that's the one. He faced him and it was a joke match. They were basically playing with a elastic band for 10 minutes. But I tell you what, if anyone can make an elastic band work in a wrestling ring, they did. And it was a solid match. And Fair Osprey enough. as well is only still, I want to say, 25 years old. Yeah, he's only young. He's only in his 20s, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's probably the biggest, like, biggest wrestler out there that isn't in an American company, as it is, especially like WWE or AEW. Like on the global stage, so to speak. Why don't we throw in B Priestley and AJ Lee and they could have a mixed mixed tag match? <sighs> AJ. No, it's gonna be AJ Lee. She's gonna be Jordan Grace's partner at Impact. Oh, imagine. <laughs> there we go. What if yeah. it's Selena Vega? Um, or could be. Just I mean, surely on... not ninety days gone. No, because she's surely gonna debut. No, she didn't have a she didn't have a ninety day non compete. She just got gone. Um they terminated it so she can compete whenever yeah. she wants. I think no, I still think she'll end up in AW because I think Andrade will. So um I think they they will debut together. El Eagle Triple H has announced that he wants one last run and when the pandemic is over, he wants to do it as a Yeah. He wants to do it as a retirement um world tour. He said going he he announced he said Madison Square Garden, New York, he said the O2 London, England, and then he announced some others and he said effectively he wants to go and do a tour in a few different countries as his final farewell. Um any particular thoughts on that? I'll go. Did it say yeah. who his opponent was or anything? Oh, no, no, nothing like that. I think, I mean, nothing is... I I think he wasn't prepared for the question, really. He, he was asked, to, I think it was part of a conference call, and he mm. was asked that, and he said that's what he'd like to do, ideally, but nothing's, you know... So surely it's going to happen if he wants it. Oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> if he wants it, it's going to happen. Maybe yeah, it'd be like Kurt Angle's... Reti- Sorry, Joe. Maybe it'd be like Kurt Angle's retirement tour. You have these amazing matches against Gable... And he'll face all these people that he wanted. And he wants John Cena for his last match and he gets Baron Corbin. It will be. It'll be Corbin versus Triple H. And again, still they'll do nothing to push Baron Corbin afterwards. <laughs> what are you going to say, Joe? I was going to say similar to that. It'd be like his greatest hits. He'll be, he'll get all of his moves in like the, the pedigree and like the knee trembler, like the sledgehammer. And it'll I've... be like his against his favourites. Like he'll have a match against Randy Orton. He'll have a match against John Cena. He'll have a match mm-hmm. against like... Um, you know, um, NXT talent like yeah. Damian Priest or something. 
this is what I was going to say, because uh, I definitely think he's going to face John Cena at some point. But if, say, next year's WrestleMania is his last WrestleMania, what match would you like to see him in? Adam, um, who would you like to see him face? Adam Cole, baby. I think Adam Cole is a very good shout, actually, thinking about it, because um, he's had his Seth Rollins match, hasn't he? So there's no point doing I, that I again. was going to say Seth Rollins most likely would be the logistic one. It's, um, he's to be somebody new, so you can make a new talent. And obviously, he's Mister mm-hmm. NXT, and he's built NXT for the ground up. So let's go so for the NXT guy. I would have thought Triple yeah. H versus Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, that'd be good. What about AJ Styles? Everyone's waiting to see that match for a while. It was supposed to happen this WrestleMania, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, yeah. That that could have been on the news this week. Thanks for that, Dan. <laughs> so maybe, maybe Triple H versus. Triple H versus AJ, but do you think as well if they do Australia or Saudi Arabia or even on his world tour, because I assume they're probably going to do Saudi Arabia if he's doing a world tour, do you reckon he'll have Shawn Michaels in a tag match again? I don't know. No, Shawn Michaels Jin- will Jinder never Mahal. wrestle again. Jinder Mahal in a Punjabi His last match will be on NXT India against <laughs> Jinder Mahal. With and special, guest, special guest referee, Hall of Famer, the great Carly. What, you oh. said Saudi Arabia. What about Mansoor? Well, we might as well move on to the next um, piece of news, and that is about Saudi Arabia. It, it has been announced by WrestleVote today that it has now been penciled in for a Saudi Arabia show at the end of this year, 2021. They are going to be returning for what I assume will be Super Showdown. The greatest um, New Year's resolution. <laughs> yes, the greatest Armageddon. I'm going to book a private check this time, though. Well, Will Mansoor, since he's been having his undefeated Goldberg S streak, will he fight for, let's say, the United States Championship or the Intercontinental? Hopefully not Intercontinental, but a a, 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 yeah. But he'll win. Yeah, he'll um, win. I mean, his streak will be gone by then. <laughs> I mean, Kushida is the champion now, but I don't know if he'll still be champion by then. But whoever the champ, cruiserweight champion is, he'll win it at the greatest. The the Saudi show, and then the next night on two or five five, he'll lose it again. I would have thought. Do we have any particular thoughts about them going back to Saudi? I know it's very controversial. I I like it because it means that we can watch it at a reasonable time. I know you like guys. Five PM or whatever. Yeah. yeah, Tara and you came round before. Brad came round. You know, we watched the show we watched live. It. We watched Titus O'Neil slide under the ring, and yeah, okay, it was a shit show, but it was nice to watch wrestling live. What, was it the greatest rumble? It was that we saw. I can't. I forget which one it was. We watched the. Well, yeah, it was you saw Titus rumble, on it. Yeah. yeah. That was decent. It was nice to actually watch a show. That's why I like watching NXT UK. It's on at eight o'clock in the evening. You know, I can actually watch it, respond to it, look at you know what the Americans do, look at Twitter to see what people are moaning about, what people are praising. Yeah. As it happens now with Raw, I wake up and you know I've seen like half of the wrestling sites have already on Instagram. I watched, yeah, <laughs> you go on Instagram me. straight away. It's like videos everywhere. It's like, all right, cool. Cheers. That's why I don't follow WWE on Instagram. <laughs> that's why. Um, and that's why with the Royal Rumble, when I said to you guys, look, I'm not staying up. And I muted Facebook. And then all of a sudden, I have one of my mates go, oh, surprise winner that was. You can't, you can't get away from it. Like. You can't get away from it. That's the problem with social That's media. That's why I Ban watch every pay-per-view live. Ban it all. Yeah, but you're just mental. That's it's all like... right if you're part-time, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, if you're part-time. <laughs> I if you actually don't do it anyway, yeah, if you don't do anyway, you can watch whatever you want. Um, small piece of news, WrestleMania, they have, ed- I'm sure I said they'd do this last week, and they have. They've edited WrestleMania, it's gone, 
WrestleMania has gone the 30 minutes beforehand. Now when it starts, America the Beautiful plays, and then it goes straight into the Bob the Last Drew McIntyre match. Samoa Joe has not only been cut from the company, he's been <laughs> cut from WrestleMania history. And his face says it all. His face says it all. He's, he's not happy. They've also edited out... Um, Mandy Rose slipping on her way to the ring. They've also the wardrobe mouth. Like, kind of like, I read it on Raw the night well, after. They, they, this is the point. Yeah, this is the point. The SmackDown, they, sorry. They carried it on, yeah, but then have edited it from history. So, so if you're watching wrestling for the first time and you think, oh, well, I'll start now and I'll watch from the beginning of 2021 onwards, starting with the Rumble, blah, blah, blah. You're going to get to that SmackDown. And you're going to be like, I have no idea what they're talking about because you will have just watch Mania and it's not on there because it's why reference something if you know you're just going to take it out. WWE for you, I suppose. So, so everyone watches WrestleMania live, though, surely, on this. Yeah, but if you're what, like I said, what if you are a new person? You can yeah. start watching this and then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and let's finish off. We, um, did speak about it earlier. I just want people's thoughts because I haven't watched SmackDown. Pat McAfee being the new commentator on SmackDown. Um, was I'm, really good. He was brilliant. See, I know he was quite critical about himself, he said. Yeah, but you could actually see, like, I know when we all watch wrestling and you were all having a chat when we are in our live feed watching, which we'll, we'll stream live one day, I dare say. But he, like, the one bit that got me, and you can tell he's an actual fan, is the Street Profits were coming out. And he's actually singing the Street Profits theme music to himself. And he went, oh, sorry, I got caught up in the moment. This is amazing. And you're thinking, <laughs> yeah, they're letting him just be himself. And it's just nice to see, like, you look at Raw and you've got Adnan. And you've got Corey Graves and Byron Saxon. They, they look, sound very robotic and they're just flowing through the motions. And then you've got SmackDown. And you can tell there's this guy who loves wrestling. And then there's Michael Cole, who had told him off three years ago for wearing shorts at WrestleMania. Oh, that's great. I was, I was watching a clip of um, El Generico. Was it the one that... I can't remember if you put it in the chat or I, I watched it somewhere else. But it was Kevin Steamers on commentary and someone else. It may have been... Um, the AEW guy with we wear some masks, Excalibur. It was Excalibur, and he basically says something like El Generico, the big boy, and literally <laughs> Kevin Steen's just pissing himself. Going, what? what? <laughs> it's it's just about Thirty seconds, just just laughing on comments. <laughs> Completely the opposite. Yeah, I'll send it in the chat. It's just great. The big what? boy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the big El Generico, big the big boy. <laughs> the Is that big the big boy by Michael Cole? <laughs> Um, you'd, you'd be fine with that, but when you've got Adnan calling the Viking Raiders the Viking Express, you're like, oh, come on, mate. You know, go back to commentating on netball, for God's sake. I mean, Pat McAfee's so, like, he's so into it, as Dad said, like, you could you could tell that he's, like, you could tell by the way he's speaking that he's not scripted or whatsoever. He's been given bullet points. You used to say, you know, WWE University, you can't see tight, you can't see belt, you have to see championship, blah, blah, blah. But you can tell that he's actually just saying what he feels. He's calling what he's seeing, and it's so natural. It's just a breath of fresh air, and it's just such nice thing to see. I think a welcome addition, then. Yeah, I'm well I think happy. so. Lovely. Let's see how he pans out. Right, grab a pen and paper, guys. It's quiz time. Woo! Woo! So Woo-wee. you've all got a chance to. Um, get one up on Bradley since he's not about. So, as a quick reminder on the scores on the doors, we've got Bradley... Well, I say get one up on Bradley. He's on two points. Joe's on one. 
Bradley's on two, Jamie's on two, Taryn's on two, and Dan's on five. So, uh, Jamie and Joe, you've got to try and beat Dan, otherwise he's going to be running away with this. He is running away. So, it's ten questions as normal. This week, it's ten questions on the recently released WWE Superstars. Ewee! My Capri pen has run out. One sec. Oh, here we go. My pen! My pen! Oh, I got to work in. Oh, I was going to say, I can't get my pen working. He says, I'm going to have to use the computer. Oh, hello, Google. Oh, wait, Bradley's not here. I've added some (laughs) dairy milk to my Capri pen. It's fine. (laughs) Right, are we ready? Yeah, boy. Ten questions all relating around the recent cuts in the WWE. Question one. You can get two points for this. Which two NFL teams was Mojo Rawley part of before joining the WWE? Ooh, okay. So, two teams. You'll be interested to know, of course, that he didn't make any first-team appearances. He was basically in the training camps and and whatnot, and the reserves. He was in the combine. Basically. Yep, so... Two points. You can have a point for one if you get one. I've taken I've taken guesses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Question two. How many championship titles did Samoa Joe hold on the main roster? Ooh. Individual or separate titles? Um, so if you think he's won different titles, you can write them. If you think he won the same title more than once, you can put that. So I'll count that, whatever you think. Okay. Who is this? Mojo, did you say? Sorry. No, this is Samoa Joe. How many oh, championship titles Samoa does Samoa Joe. Joe hold on the main roster? Lovely. Okay. Question three. Cassie Lee is the new ring name for which recently released WWE superstar? Bo Dallas. <laughs> That's Cassie Lee. <laughs> Bo Dallas, yeah. Do you see Cassie Sono? <laughs> oh, no. Number four, where was Billy K. Bills from? Oi, oi. So yeah, with this one, one. Can, can we just write the country? Like, would that be fine, yeah? Um, yeah, yeah, uh, up, yeah. I know, I, I, I need the state as well as country on this one. Otherwise, it's That's too right. easy. You'll probably still get it anyway. But yeah, where was Billy K. Bills from? Let's Question see. five. Tart, tart. <laughs> Question five. What Slammy Award did Kalisto win in 2015? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, look at everyone's faces. I know this Dan one. Dan reckons he knows it. Yeah, I'm going to go for that. The job of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Question six. What is the real name of Bo Dallas? Yeah. His real name. First and second. You can't just give me the second name. Question seven. We've mentioned it earlier on today, so you better all get it right. Who is Mickey James married to? Can we put their um, UK Gladiator's name, their impact name, or their... Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> their I have to take the name. name that he's known by currently. So not Brutus Magnus and not Goliath. <laughs> Question eight. How many times was Tucker the 24-7 champion? Oh, yeah, tucky, tucky. How many times was Tucker 
the 24-7 champion. Cool. We got that one. Yeah. We? Lovely. Right. Does uh, anybody need any repeating so far? We've only got two left. When was the last time the 24-7 title was defended? Oh, ages ago. Is it still our truth I'm guessing? You know, there was the old Spice Guy and then our truth Oh, there, God. Absolutely God knows. Right, question <laughs> nine. Reclusa was the name of which recently released talent when they were in Lucha Underground? Reclusa. Hmm. That's spelled R-E-K-L-U-S-A. Reclusa. Can you repeat? Yeah, an Reclusa was the name of which recently released talent when they were in Lucha Underground. And question 10, to finish it off, in 2019, who was voted the 185th best wrestler on the planet in the PWI Top 500? In what year? 2019. I'll repeat mm -hmm. it. In 2019, who was voted the 185th best wrestler on the planet in the Pro Wrestling Illustrated so the PWI Top 500? From all the people that have recently been released. Absolutely. All right. The 185th <laughs> best wrestler in the world. Right. Let's go to the answers. We'll go, we'll go with Jamie, then, da uh, then Joe, then Dan, just because that's how you appear on my screen. Okay. Jamie, for one or two points, which two NFL teams did Mojo Rawley play for? Um, I knew one of them was like Brock, so I went Minnesota Vikings and then the Arizona Cardinals. That's... <laughs> Okay, um, Joe? I put Packers Colts. Dan? I wrote exactly the same as Jamie Vikings Cardinals. If you put <laughs> if you put Cardinals, you get a point. The other one was yes! the Packers. The other one was the, pa the Packers. <laughs> That's your team! my team and I didn't even know. I do. You don't get hyped, just stay hyped. Packers you and the Cardinals. You don't get cheese, you stay cheesed. <laughs> There's no Aaron Rodgers. Right, Jamie, to start He's no off with. Clinton Dix either. Um, how many championship titles did Samoa Joe hold on the main roster? So, like I oh, say, so you could either say, if it was individual ones, you can either tell me what they were, or if you think he only held one but more than once, just anything like that. It's a strange way I worded the question. Uh, I know he's definitely won the US title, so I'm just going to go for that. I can't think he's won any other title. Okay. So I put US um, title. Joe? I put US title and I... I think he's won it like twice. Dan? Yeah, same US title twice. He's you won the US title twice. Jamie, you can still have the point because I kind of yeah. won the question dodgy. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Cassie Lee is the new ring name for which release superstar Jamie? Peyton Royce. Joe? Peyton Royce. Dan? Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce. It's a good job Jamie. we follow on Twitter. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Jamie, where was Billy Kay build from? Sydney, Australia. Joe? Sydney, Australia. Dan? Yeah. Sydney, Australia. Right then, Jamie, what Slammy Award did Kalisto win in 2015? The Oh My God moment or something? Wasn't it when he did the, the thing off the ladder? Joe, what do you write? I put best tag team in the Luke House party, but I can't remember the who. Dan? Yeah, I agree with Jamie. It's for the Selena Del Sol off a ladder. 
it was, I the know if it was oh, called the Oh My God, but yeah, it was called the Oh My God most shocking moment when he did the Salisa del Sol um, onto Ju. So it tabled ladders and chairs. I know it wasn't just called the OMG Award. I couldn't remember yeah. what it was actually called. for OMG. <laughs> Jamie and Dan get the point on that one. Um, right, starting off with Jamie again. What is Bo Dallas's real name? Taylor Rotunda. Joe. I'll say Taylor Rotunda. Dan. Taylor Rotunda. Correct. Who is Mickey James married to? Nicaldis. I would hope we all got Nicaldis on that one. <laughs> Nicaldis. <laughs> Thanks for that earlier, guys. <laughs> right, here we go. Question eight. Could it have been a trick question? How many times, Jamie, was Tucker the 24-7 champion? Twice. Joe. I put one, but I really don't care. Dan. I put one as well. The answer was twice, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Howard, when I don't know, but apparently the answer was twice. Um, Jamie, Recluso is the name of which recently released talent when they wrestled in Lucha Underground? Don't watch Lucha Underground, so I had no idea, so I didn't put anything. Oh, dear God. Uh, Joe? Um, Just by pure Lucha Underground, I just put Kalisto. Dan? I say Kalisto as well. It was Chelsea Green. Oh. <laughs> there we go. And to finish off, number 10, Jamie, who was voted in 2019 the 185th best wrestler on the planet in the top 500? I'm just going off your face like it's someone fucking stupid. So I went for Tucker. Joe? I said some more Joe. Dan? Mojo Rowley. Like, sure, like, surely, like, Samojo's got to be higher. Well, 185 is pretty high out of five. Think of the thousands of wrestlers, and they've whittled it down to 500. And so, 185th best yeah. in the world is still quite Cheese high. I, I was thinking, like, when because of your face, it's like, it's got to be someone's shit, because you're, like, disbelief going, who got 185? So, it was between Callisto and Tucker, but I went for Tucker. Well, does anybody want to change their answers, or do they want to stick with what they got? Nah. Sticking? Yeah. The answer was Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> Tucker was the 180th best. God knows where Otis was on that list. <laughs> <laughs> right, Adam, what have we got? I got Jeez. seven. Seven for Dan. Six. Eight. Ooh, six for Joe. Eight Ooh. for Jamie. <laughs> there he there is. He's got a point. So All because new... of Tucker. Tucker. <laughs> so the new leaderboard is Joe on one, Taron on two, Jamie on. Uh, sorry, uh, Joe on one, Taron on two, Brad on two, Jamie on three, Dan on five. In the words of oh. Booker T, Dan, I'm coming for you. I'm <laughs> you. <laughs> so that's your uh, that's your quiz on the re- recently released superstars gone. But never forgotten. Unless you're Wesley Blake, the forgotten sons. I will remember you someday. So, in memoriam. Best of luck in your future endeavours, guys. Poor sods. Best of luck. So, that, there she is. It's Billy Kay. <laughs> nah, I still oh. can't get over it. Right, he's not here to do it this week. So, Dan, you're going to have to tell us where can you follow us on the socials? Yep. So, Grapplecast Show. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. 
But, you know, feel free to drop us a message. Give us a retweet, a follow. We'll happily re refollow you, retweet you as well. Dropping your suggestions on what topics that you like as well. But don't be too farcical, you know. We're not performing monkeys at the end of the day. But, yeah, Grapplecast show. Give us a share. Lovely. Or, you know, turn back time. <laughs> anyway, thanks for that very much. Right, okay then. Anything to add before we all toodle off until next week? Um, yeah, NXT UK looks stacked. We got um, Eddie Dennis versus Joe Coffey uh, this week, which is going to be an absolute barn dance. And um, we've also got Bronkin Brendan White on the NXT on the um, WWE Network on Progress, uh, where he's teaming up um, with his mate Danny Jones. So worth a watch. But more importantly. I think everyone should stay safe and have a lovely rest of the week. Speaking of recent stuff, I have just listened to Talkers Jericho with Christian and Paul White, and they are very good listens if you haven't already. <laughs> Paul to them. White! Paul, oh, yeah, the Paul White one was brilliant where he's talking yeah, about. No more the... BS with Paul oh, White. I love the Jericho. But the Christian Cage one is really good as well, talking about how he got back in shape and obviously his own no concussion protocol and stuff to get back in the ring. Just don't think of concussions and you'll be fine. Yeah, literally. <laughs> what they said. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually the way to go about it. Lovely. Right, well, thanks very much, guys. We will yes. see you all next week, as always. Thanks very much to everyone for listening. Um, and until then, we'll see you next week. ta Bye. Bye, guys. Old one. Arm drag. Brett screwed Brett. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty! Number four, armbar! I am Sir Michael 